uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. And all my patron peeps, I see you out there, patrons, and I'm here to help. You help me, I help you. How good, can't get any better than that. Uh, Holy cow, am I lucky. It's time for Sleep With Me, patrons, a podcast uh, that helps you put put you to sleep, yeah. Uh, Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations... Changes in time or temperature, routine, whatever's keeping me awake. So it could be, you know, think, thinking, feeling, experiencing. It could be travel or, you know, changes in routine. Whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do is I have this nice, safe place here. It's kind of a joint safe place. Uh, so if you're new, you're going to have to kind of see how it goes. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a plenty of room. No, very, there's no shoulds. Uh, it, there's just a could on my end. Could I help uh, put you to sleep? And I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, superfluous tangents. Cr- oh, creaky dulcet tones. Like, I mean, it's C R E E K Y, I think, or it could be I E dulcet is D U L C E T tones. Uh, but it, I think it's been a while since I've thought about creaky dulcet tomes, uh, which is a collection of books. One day I'll be selling. It's uh, the, the collection of books. Uh, the, the we call it the creaky dulcet tomes. Uh, the, when you want someone to know. You're reading an ancient book. Uh, open up a creaky dulcet tome. It makes that sound like uh, you're opening a book of the ages, uh, you know, because it has like a thick cover and it makes it sound like an old door opening. But you know, it's a sweet, sweet book full of knowledge. If we, you know, maybe, but if I'm in charge of it, it might be full of nonsense. Uh, and that's creaky dulcet, dulcet tomes. Uh, the books. Where people, you say, did that was like somewhere in a world a librarian saying, did someone just open up an unabridged dictionary? Because that sounded like a creaky dulcet tome to me being opened. Uh, so this like those will be available for, for purchase probably twenty seventy five I would say. You know maybe I could work with one of those other companies that sell like they don't do that anymore. But uh, like I said, when I was a child, you bought like a. I was part, you know, when they say, when did we, like, uh, whatever the whole mass consumption or whatever the uh, people call it, uh, when did that happen? Or when did the commoditization of knowledge, because Scoots is selling creaky dulcet tomes. And they say, Scoots was born in a time when you bought your encyclopedias at the grocery store. And you had to buy physical encyclopedias instead of being able to just search it. They say, oh, that, you know, that was the time. Or they say, what's up with Generation X? Uh, well, they bought, you know, when they wanted knowledge, they went to the grocery store. 
And uh, so just so everybody knows, uh, that's not in that age range above, you know, wherever you are in the age range. When I was a kid, you would go to the grocery store. The same grocery stores are very similar, like uh, not that different. But it, like for a while, I think there, there's different companies. My favorite, Funk and Wagnalls, because who doesn't like saying Funk and Wagnalls? Like that could be like a re, like a like a like a uh, like a, a good restaurant. I think. Uh, come on down to Funk and Wagnalls. Uh, but so when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, there was you could buy really expensive dictionaries from diction or what are those things called encyclopedias, and those weren't in there. Or you could go to the library, which which we used to do a lot. Uh, but if you wanted, if you and there, I think there was two options for uh, high end uh, encyclopedias. And, and again, I don't know. Maybe I don't think. Maybe I have to reach out to ninety nine pi and see if they've. Uh, if this is interesting or not, I mean, it's interesting to me. Uh, but at some point, um, so there was two expensive, what's an encyclopedia? Great question. It's basically Wikipedia in a book, but not as like, a, yeah, I think you kind of know. It's like a dictionary for stuff. You'd say trebuchet. That's a great example. You'd say, okay, maybe that wasn't even in the encyclopedia. But that would be a good test to say, is trebuchet in this encyclopedia? It would probably say sea catapult and say, okay, good enough. Uh, but not everybody, so encyclopedias were not, uh, inex- they were expensive. Uh, and but so this other company, Funk and Wagnalls, uh, according to my history, which is just based on going to the grocery store with my mom, at some point at the grocery store, the big one, like in Syracuse, it was Wegmans or Price Chopper or, um, we had Price Chopper and PNC. Those are two different places, believe it or not. Or maybe it's Penny Saver. No, Penny Saver is something else. Uh, so those are in Syracuse, your options. Wegmans, Price Chopper. Those were our options. We didn't really, we didn't go to PNC. Nothing against it. We, that's just not, uh, I think we do now, but it might be called something else. Uh, just because that's the only grocery store where my parents live. But, uh. What was my, oh, yeah, I think it's called Tops now. Anyway, so at the grocery store, they would have an encyclopedia. And I think it was like over 12 months you could buy, like, volume one, A, A let's see, uh, A through C. Uh, and you, I think something, like, it would be super cheap, like one ninety nine or something with the purchase of 50 bucks worth of groceries. Or, like, uh, how did I get this far afield? I don't know how I did get this far afield, but it's just a part of my history. And I guess it was like if you're new, that was like a, like a built-in. That was an auto tangent. I honestly like I didn't see that one coming. But so so I don't know how to link it back because I forgot why I went off topic. Wasn't I talking about? I don't think it was Funk and Wagnalls. Usually something like Funk and Wagnalls will bring me off. Uh, but pointless meanders, superfluous tangents, like, oh, creaky dulcet tomes. There, we found our way back. Uh, so creaky dulcet tones. What I'm going to do here is try to take your mind off of whatever keeps you awake and help you fall asleep. Uh, you don't need to listen to this podcast. You can only, you, you, you can barely listen. You can you just kind of listen. Uh, you could totally listen. Just kind of see how it works for you. Don't try to figure it out, though. 
especially the intros, which you've already seen, it's, uh, you say, what is he, what is he talking about? And if you're young or you're before the Funkin' Wagner, if you're not part of, why do they call us Generation X? I'd prefer to be a Funkin' Wagner's generation. Uh, so if anybody, you know, it's just a marketing term anyway, I think, uh, can you, somebody get me the Census Bureau or maybe another country that's more, you know, that uses the metric system, you could rename us the Funkin' Wagner's generation sponsored by Funkin' Wagner's making a comeback, uh, via creaky dulcet tomes, creaky dulcet tomes. Okay, and I think that I don't know if that was spread across the United States worldwide. You know, let me know uh, if you're a member of Funk, if you're you know if you're Funk and Wagnalls adjacent. Uh, and you say Scoots, that was actually not the one. And I'm saying, really, like, I don't know how many school reports uh, were made possible by that. Uh, you know, when I first learned how to, um, whatever it is, ALA or MBA, you know, whatever Harvard. Uh, notation thingamajig my first footnote was a funk and wagnalls foot footnote funk and wagnalls not sponsoring this podcast probably because they don't exist anymore maybe i'll hear from one of the third generation funks though or wagnalls here's another laura ingles wilder what if the ingles and the wagnalls uh, like uh like we could have connected them at the time uh like uh, Laura Wagnalls Ingalls or Laura Ingalls, like Ingalls Wagnalls, uh, though I guess you'd say would 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 it have worked? Uh, I don't know, probably not. But uh, it would it would be hard to say. Wagnalls Ingalls is harder to say. Ingalls Wagnalls is easier. So that's another thing that comes free with these intros is uh, tongue twisters. So you don't need to listen to this podcast. There's also uh, paradoxically no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour, and I'm here to keep you company as you drift off at your leisure. If you can't sleep, I'm here the whole time for you. So, like, uh, I just want you to know that uh, I make the show because I've been there. I know how it feels. Also, if you're new structurally, what to expect. A little bit late for the structure, but uh show starts off with business. And the business is only really like three to five minutes, uh, and that's what keeps the show free for everybody. And maybe it's just sometimes like I think people hear that and they think the whole intro, the intro, so there's a few minutes of business and then there's the intro. Those are two separate things. I just got an email about this yesterday, yesterday so that's why I'm thinking about it. But uh, the intro is really here for you if you want it, or you could skip it, but it's not an ad or anything. It's part of a lot of listeners' uh, wind-down routine, and it's just kind of fun. I mean, when else are you going to hear about uh, my history with Funk and Wagnalls? And you can, st- like, uh, you could do, like, maybe we could make it into some sort of slang, like Funk and Wagnalls. Uh, it's probably too late to get a hold of uh, the the Good Place writing team, but I would love to hear uh, Eleanor say what in the Funk and Wagnalls is going on. Um, so that's what the intro really is, is like a, something a little bit silly and fun, familiar, but ideally like makes you feel welcome, whether you're new or you're coming back for the 10,000th time. Uh, so that's the, sh- the intro. Then tonight will be our episodically modular, uh, serial, like a b- barely serial story, uh, uh, Adventures of Dr. Triangle and Isosceles. 
Yeah, that's just a kind of a, like, a, that's the bedtime story portion. And there's some thank yous at the end. There is, again, business between the intro and the show. That's just kind of how podcast structure works. Uh, and, again, that's what enables us to put the podcast out instead of having to have it behind a paywall. And we, I have everybody that uh, takes that and, and, and acts on that stuff to thank for keeping the podcast out there for everybody. So I really do appreciate that. Uh, so that's it. The podcast is just a friendly goofing around uh, with a lot of surprises. Some, I mean, even for me, I say, well, that's surprising. It's been about two or three years since I talked about, uh, you know, who knows what I'll be talking about next. Will it be Strunk and White or... Uh, well, I'd be trying to make other jokes, like famous, uh, like team, famous, uh, are those the publishers? Or I think Shrunk and White is the, the, the well, it's the author of the uh, Elements of Style. I think this joke, the last time this came up, I did make this joke, but I would think the Elements of Style would be an album by the hip-hop duo Funk and Wagnalls. Uh, like maybe Strunk, Funk and Strunk. That's like, uh, I think that's just what you say when you're, uh, like, uh, like, like, like when you're listening to Mothership or something, you're saying funk and strunk, man. Like, uh, like, drop some, uh, like, funk, like, yeah, cause funkadelic, funk and strunk, funk and strunkadelic, uh, so anyway. I'm glad you're here. If you're new, checking out the show yet yeah, is a little bit different. It is uh, strange and goofy, but friendly. Uh, but friendly. I'm here to help because uh, I know how it feels, uh, and I really, truly des- believe you deserve a good night's sleep. And I'd like to help if I can. So give the show a few tries. That's what every regular listener says. Like with the like a a five percent variance of people that they liked it right away. And then a much higher variance of people that didn't like, like it, if it doesn't work for you, you can go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you for some other options, uh, too. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm glad you're here. I work very hard and I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Uh, and here's a couple of ways we keep the show a going. All right. Hey, everybody. It's the Scoots here, and uh, it's time for uh, another episode of our ongoing working titled series, The Adventures of Dr. Triangle and Isosceles. And I'll just catch up on this series really quick. You can listen to it in any order. It's a tale of two traveling uh, performers, uh, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles, in a world uh, like uh, not like ours, but like not that far in a possible future, in a post-math world where two goddesses are battling for, uh, well, not math supremacy, because there's one goddess, uh, the goddess of math uh, and of order, and then there's, of course, there's another god. Like So it's like a little bit, little bit like, uh, you've seen Marvel movies, right? And I guess you could say, well, is Thanos like a, like a demigod or a god or just some superpowered? Or you say, well, it's a gemstone, Scoots. And I say, okay, well, then that's probably the wrong analogy. But in a world like ours uh, and like ours in movies, uh, anything's possible. And in this world, a goddess came and, like, she didn't have the power to remove all math and all math principles from Earth, uh, 
But she did, like, uh, do enough that it kind of set us back to the Middle Ages. Uh, and she's slowly trying to remove, like, all mass from human existence. And if you're really swift on the uptake, you'd say, well, that's paradoxical. Could we exist in a world without math? And we, I'd say, don't worry, that's what our heroes are for. And Sashat, the goddess, she's not just a goddess of math, but for this, for simplicity's sake, she is. You know, you know, all praise, praise your name, like, and, you know, all math principles, of course. Uh, but Sashat had found that uh, Dr. Triangle and Isosceles, and you might say, well, aren't they the perfect? Well, actually, they were characters. Uh, they were doing a traveling uh, math parody show, uh, like a post, you know, in the post math world, kind of uh, at the expense of Sashat and math principles to make people feel good about living in a world without math. Yeah, uh, but so, but you know, who could be more perfect uh, than two traveling performers that are? I wouldn't say they're math skeptics, because Doctor Tri- you know, we don't really know. We're learning these characters, you know, getting to know them, and I guess that's about it. They're they're trying to they're traveling uh, with the former United States, I believe, uh, and finding ways to restore math uh, where they can. And you'd say, is this a belief in mass or the actual underlying principles of mass? And I'd say both, of course. Um, yeah, it's, it's a sleepy story. Holy cow. You see, we'll take mass uh, and make it more interesting, but in a way that still puts me asleep. Uh, and I'd say, good job done. That's what I'm doing here. And the narrator of the is Ada, a mule. And I think that's it. It's uh, it's it's episodically modular, meaning uh, like it's a procedural, uh, like in a greater world. And when I say that, they, you know, they go to a town, they try to figure out what the mass principle is that's missing, and restore it. Um, so you know, pretty <laughs> we come up pretty straightforward, right? Also, we have our world famous. Uh, beloved holy cow you know i've never seen the, the you know the, you you know how popular you are on are, are on on the reddit for sleep with me it's uh, the beloved the handsome the charismatic the talented and the person that just makes me feel warm and smiley uh antonio banderas uh uh thank you my i like how my friend we rolled our thank yous into one another uh, uh, Raz, uh, I mean, uh, thank you. There's the ladies, there's the gentlemen, there's the boys, the girls, the friends beyond the binary. It's time for another episode. I, my, my friend, I want to say nuns in space. I think it's just uh, it's time for another episode of The Adventures of... I, my friend, I think I need to set that up in a different way. Are you ready? Are you principal? I don't. I'm, I'll work on it next week, my friend. Uh, the Adventures of Doctor Triangle and Isosceles. Yeah. Calculation. Yeah. Thanks, Antonio. You can go ahead now. We have our thing where we lie in bed and. Uh, 
you know, we, like you listen to the podcast with your, you know, shoes off on top of the comforter and uh, with a hairnet on. That's the new thing because, uh, uh, like, uh, like, just, conf- you know, it's confusing for me to find it. He said, did my imagination put that hair there? I said, oh, no, Antonio's hair, like, uh, uh, as I say, there's no other, how'd this hair get in my bed? Was it stuck to my head from earlier today? Because it's certainly not mine. And your hair, you know, it's long and luxurious. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that's why we're using a hairnet, uh, to keep my hope, you know, keep my hopes in in the world of reality. Uh, but I mean, a lot of people would say, "What could, you got Antonio Banderas in your bed, Scoots? What could you be hoping for more?" And I say, "Well, it's great on, on a business side, and then we have uh, thanks to our good friend, uh, great like uh, one of the great podcast producers out there, Julie Shapiro, uh, recommended Color Sudoku. So Antonio and I are going to be uh, uh, like we're sitting down to a game of color Sudoku soon. Oh, my friend, I'm a, I, I, I'm a huge ear hustle fan, my friend. I know you are, Antonio. We talk about those things off the mic, you know, because we do have to have like a person. But we, yeah, we do like listening to that, and, and I think it's a perfect the game and in, in, in podcast listening may go together. So we'll be trying that later. Uh, thank you. Okay, why don't you get in my bed? Why don't you go get in my bed then? Uh, it's time for Adventures of Doctor Triangle and Isosceles. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Ada the Mule. You, you may may or may not know me. I am a mule, or you know, but you could put a you you could figure it out. Uh, and I'm the mule that pulls the wagon that holds the stage and that uh, you know personal property. And the professional property of uh, Isosceles and Dr. Triangle. And I also took over narration uh, role on this story because I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm observing it all. I'm Ada the Mule. And uh, this one, we're actually traveling. We've just left uh, the, the, the suburbs of a, a town. And uh, actually, I've been listening into them. It feels like Dr. Triangle and Isosceles are just about to talk about something somewhat interesting. Uh, because I think their conversation, I won't even have to set it up. But if I, you know, if, if I do need to feel the need, I will do it later. Uh, yeah, uh, here you go. Uh, so, was, so was that strange for you at all? I wonder. It's just a look on your face. Uh, you, you mean when the cat ran by? No, no, no. You know, we stay. We saw your the high school you went to, and then we were in your childhood home. We slept in your childhood home for a few days, because uh, we thought that storm was going to pass. Well, no, it's not my childhood home. No, it's just my high school home. It's a little different. Uh, I just lived there when I was in high school, not my childhood home. It was my high. It actually was only for uh, three years of high school, not my freshman year. Okay, I mean, but I just mean, or is everything okay? I guess that's what I'm saying. Um, what do you mean? Well, this is the first time we've spoken in five days. I mean, I think it's five days. Uh, so, well, no, yeah, I guess that means I'm on the upswing. Yeah, I just needed uh, to rest. 
right? You, you slept for three days. I mean, like, like, uh, or you were lying in that bed for three days. That was your, I was childhood bed, your high schoolhood bed. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was like, uh, you know, yeah. I was there and I, the past is behind me now. So I just, yeah, I guess I was there to put the past behind me. And like, I mean, I didn't think we didn't come across. Uh, you know, I know we have like whatever you want to call it, par- like a professional f- a friendship, and uh, we're partners, but in a professional, fr- you know. But uh, you know, I, I, there's sir, right. We all keep things to ourselves. I understand. No, I just wanted to check in, just because you're, you still, your face, uh, it's like your, uh, your, your eyes are burrowing in, into something that's like millions of miles away. I don't know. No, no. Well, thanks for indulging me. I mean, I'm just, you know, it's memories. Uh, yeah, so what memories were you uh, leaving behind? Look, that's kind of more my own business, uh, I feel like. Okay, well, no, I mean, I'm just here to listen. It's not like I have an agenda other than figuring out these, uh, I mean, you think we're here for a reason, right? Uh, if, uh, like, uh we told Ada to go, you know, that's our new thing is just follow the mule. And we ended up here and this town, you know, that you, you your high school hood was on the whole, you know, edge of uh, suburbs is these two weird storms uh, on either side of the town. I don't know, they're more like vortices or something. Uh, you know, it was just high school stuff I was leaving behind, I guess, uh, Right, that's the end of childhood. It's uh, not an easy time. Uh, so was it, when was the last time you were here? I mean, a long time ago when, when I, when, like, uh, when that period of my, like, it was a while. I mean, it's it's strange, too, because it's strange how time passes. And it was, uh, you know... Right, uh, heading towards the decline, but it was still, you know, the digital golden age or whatever they're going to call it. Uh, I don't know if it was the digital, the pre-decline, I prefer. That's, uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I guess, like, it's it, we left a lot behind anyway, so it's an extra thing, you know. It's like the regular pre-decline people's high school stuff, and then, uh, you know what I mean? I guess I do, but like, I guess I'm even saying like leave, leaving behind the idea that is, uh, like, does this have to do with like why you kind of seem so, what's so like, that you prefer the company of you? I think we should start thinking about what the show is going to be tonight and how we're going to prepare then you like you like talking about that. Okay, we're just gonna just ask a couple more questions. I just like uh, just sort of helps me understand. Like, is this like uh, is that preferring the company of yourself? Just about uh, like is it in general or like is it was it a romantic part that you were leaving behind? Or was it like uh, something else? Because you're closed, you know, you're closed off. You know, we don't have to debate that. Uh, why? Why does it matter? Like, uh, it's it, it's that's gone. Like, we've moved away from the suburbs. We're headed into the city, and we have work to do. 
and part of that period where there at the house uh, was, uh, you know, I put my, like, it was part of me uh, leaving that behind, yeah. Right, but it, you seem like it's, like, uh, simple. Is it really that simple to you, like, flicking a switch? Like, uh, like uh, it could that could be analog or digital, I guess. Uh, I, I guess it. I guess it is that that's simple for me. I mean, because connection, because like, we've worked together all, a while now, and you know, being on the road it makes it tough to have a long-term relationships. Uh, and you know, I've tried some. It would be uh, you know letters and things, but uh, you you've you've been uh, kind of independent. I'd say the whole time, never. Anything more, you've been 100% independent. Uh, uh, right, right. I, like, I just, uh, that's what I prefer. I mean, right, it's a simple thing. Uh, uncomplicated, straightforward, and it keeps me here. You know, like I was I was working on my plan. Now we've met, now we've gotten roped into this, which will help me get to my plan. And so, yeah, it's, it's uh, pretty sure it's simple and straightforward. Okay, well, I have a couple ideas for tonight's show. I mean, here's the thing, like, uh, I'm not saying, uh, like, you're a unique individual, uh, but I don't think that dissuades people from uh, possibly connecting with you. You think, like, you're you're almost interesting, you know, Uh, like you were designed in an interesting way. Okay, well... Uh, thanks. I don't know if that was an attempt to be a compliment, uh, but I do know what you're talking about. And, or like, so yeah, back then it was like a reality and I adjusted to it. Uh, uh, and, uh, like, uh, now I've like, this is my, wow, oh man. I mean, I'm talking more about your, you're just your person. I mean, my personality is not, uh, I'm just saying your behavior is, uh, as far as a theater, the theater of, and, and parody, I mean, you're great, you're great at writing. You're, you're much better at coming up with jokes around math than me because you understand it. We think much differently. Uh, so, I mean, I just didn't know. Like, was it someone you, like, uh, was, uh, like, have you, w- w- is there any one, like, when we've been out on the road, there isn't any times you're like, well, I kind of like that person, uh, and you even play it out, like, huh, like, uh, what would happen? And n- no, because I don't really need to know what would happen or what's possible. Uh, I mean, if you really want to get into it, like, reality is, I'm not sure, like, I'd, I'd probably... Either it would become unsimple, right? I would either jump into it in in a full bore. That's what happened. That's what I was leaving behind, okay? And no matter how, like, so I'd jump in or pull it high. say, get in my boat or I'd get in their boat uh, without checking the weather, without checking supplies. Uh, and then I'd be, at some point, I would, like, uh, I'd be at sea, you know what I mean? Like, I think you do know what I mean. Like, my, uh, 
it's just, just, like, just easier. Like, I don't know why we keep talking through this. Okay, so it's kind of like you're like, hey, you're taking care of yourself uh, by being by yourself. That's what you're kind of saying, and I guess that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you do get me in a way that, yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm glad you're seeing it in a neutral way. I mean, right now I'm seeing it more, like, for tonight's show, I'm just thinking if we could lean into this. Because, you, yeah, I think we could really make something of this. And, like, just more as parody, just like with the math stuff. Uh, what do you mean? Okay, we'll see. So we got to get the we got to get to this in the. Okay, we're like uh, eight is already here at the town square. Well, good after you. Good. We're going to be doing our show this evening. Very exciting. We're going to be doing a few nights of uh, experimental theater. Uh, we'll see you folks all tonight. Wow, those two vortexes or vortices are really. Is that a storm? Can a storm be a vortices, or is that just a fancy word? Well, they're kind of swirling. I mean, do we know there's storms? I mean, there's probably some sort of anomaly. Yeah, but yeah, we should find out more about those at this, like, uh, with the show. You, what you're saying is part of the mission. We should lean into me. All right, we'll gather information. Uh, like I'm thinking of a play where uh, I kind of have an idea for a story, but it's kind of synchronicity. Uh, like you would be the central character and we'll be doing our jobs and you could just roll with it. And it'll just be, because it's theater, you could just roll with it. It's a chance for you to experiment uh, where you are right now. I I mean, uh, and you know, you're totally within the, the, the like, uh, if you start to not like it, uh, we could just change the narrative because it's... Uh, I mean, we'll be doing audience members, so it won't be 100% in our thing. But you could just, uh, you could say, uh, hey, Ada, and then I'll know, and Ada will know that it's time to change things up, okay? Uh, what do you, I, I guess, like, you meaning, like, you're going to, like, fix me up with, uh, yeah, I mean, some sort of connection thing uh, with uh, the audience members in, in a story sense. Uh, what do you think? I don't know, I guess it's like I'm both drawn in and repulsed by the idea, if I'm being serious. But I think it would work for getting information and you know, taking the town's uh, temperature. So I guess, yeah, well, that's the spirit. Let's, uh, let's, uh, get, let's get ready for the show. Uh, hey, it's Ada here. Hey, Ada is the secret uh, thing, and they're getting getting ready for the show. And I just wanted to kind of be be here in in depth a little bit more. Is that uh, yeah? There's these two swirling gray clouds, and not super where you'd be you'd be on hackles, and all the people who kind of seem to not not care, but really dominating in the sky like that. If you were in the pre-decline world, uh, when you had full math. And you saw something like that, you'd say, is that portent, you know, is there a big storm coming? And out on the suburbs, there was a bit of a storm, uh, rain and, and showers and wind. Nothing that was, uh, it's just out of sorts, but no one seems to care. And uh, as I've been listening, 
that these two swirling storms have been growing and that, that, that they've been there for years. And so, uh, you know, I guess we will see how it goes. Oh, and the reason this is town is a big crossroads uh, for travel on what is left of uh, the easy passable roads in the United States, north, south, and east and west. It sits, it sits not in the, in the exact middle, but in the crossroads and near some passes uh, where you'd stop. So the idea that these swirling things uh, could be a major inconvenience uh, as we try to reestablish, give math a foothold here so that uh, it can spread. Oh, uh, Dr. Dr. Triangle is on stage uh uh, kind of just is sitting there, and Isosceles is uh, going out uh, and introducing the show, which, you know, they say, hello, everyone, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, and uh, the show's getting ready to start, so I'll turn you over there. And uh, thank you. So thank you again, everyone. And tonight we're telling the tale of uh, a new tale, a very new story we're doing here, the tale of the Lonely Magnet. What? Yes, a lonely magnet sitting there. Uh, ma- 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 mags, a lonely magnet. Uh, this is real subtle. And uh, yes, uh, like it likes to talk, you know, to, 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 to uh, there, lonely mags, sad, the lonely magnets. Uh, ma- some of you may not be familiar with. Uh, Magnet. Now, Magnet, in, uh, in one second, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to need you to go back on backstage, get the uh, hockey puck outfit, uh, and come back on stage, uh, yeah, please. What do you, no, no. Yeah, you, you, that's a lot of Magnet. We need to show, uh, uh, how about a round of applause for our, uh, our performer tonight, Dr. Triangle, who will return to the stage as the Lonely Magnet in just a second. Now, a lot of you may be familiar, some of you may not be, uh, because, you know, my knowledge of uh, isosceles do declare. A magnet was a, could come in a disc form uh, or other forms, a round, flat disc. Uh, if only I could find something, oh, just like this giant round disc here, and it would be attracted to metal. Uh, and one day, uh, many years ago, uh, the magnet lived a world where it was attracted to metal and, you know, did magnet things and worked in the ma- magnet stuff. And then the magnet lied down and took a deep, long sleep. Uh, so long did magnet lie down. I know it'll be hard to get back up, but I'll help you. With a grouchy, furrowed brow, Magnet lied down and went to sleep. And Mags, the Magnet, and Magnet, uh, Mags uh, dreamed of uh, a world where Magnet, Mags had had a life being pushed and pulled and pushing and pulling, of where it didn't have to push or pull any longer. And uh, when Mags awoke, uh, Mags heard a twinkling sound, just like this wind chime I'm ringing here. Uh, 
twinkly, twinkly, twinkle. And Mags awoke in a world of wood, a wood world. That's the world we're in right now. Well, an audience and people full of trees uh, made only from wood, soft wood, hard wood, uh, you know, fresh wood, rotten wood, smooth and rough. Uh, it was a wood world. And, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Mags started to, like, uh, check out the world, and Mags did not feel any push and did not feel any pull. And uh, then uh, Mags uh, said, huh, and Mags started to spend time just being Mags, uh, not thinking about the fact that Mags was a magnet. Uh, is this going anywhere? Yes, it it is, uh, and uh, Mags, you know, really started to uh, said, but I don't, I'm not wood. And Mags got uncomfortable meeting pieces of wood. I mean, Mags had tried. Yeah, that's, that's a good part of the story. Uh, uh, but Mags didn't feel like wood. And uh, Mags put Mags's head down and was sad. And then uh, one day... Uh, a goddess came. Let me get a, a mop head. Hold on. The kids love it when I put mop heads. Yes, yes this is my hair. One day, a goddess named Boggy came. And she heard ba- ba- Mags crying and uh, said, Oh, what's wrong? My little, my not, my round friend, uh, flat and round. And disc like, what is what seems to be the matter? Oh well, I don't know. I'm, I've I've fallen asleep and I was a lonely magnet, and now I've woken up in a world of wood, and I'm not wood, and I'm not sure I remember what it means to be a magnet either. Who are you? Oh, I'm the goddess Boggy, the goddess of the wood world, uh, the great bog, where all wood. It would be hatched from if it would be hatched from a wooden womb of Boggy's. Oh, thank you, Boggy. So, yes, Boggy, I could use your help or your guidance because I have no idea what's happening. Plus, I'm in this strange area and there's a swirling in the sky. And I'm actually more interested in what that is and how it's impacting the wood world. Than anything else. Ah, yes, my child, it is so good to hear your thoughts. Uh, uh, yes, I'm Boggy. Did I get your name and forgot it? Yeah, I'm Mags, uh, the magnet. Oh, yes. Well, you know, you know, Boggy's seen many things, and Boggy knows that uh, the journey to solutions runs through your heart. Uh, we just need to find yours, uh, little Mags. So have a seat, and I will call upon. I look out at this audience of trees, and I know I can see myself and many of you because of the beauty I see shining from within. And I wonder if there's any trees, uh, you know, that have wondered, uh, that maybe feel a draw, you know, that are in a, a, a growth situation where they're ready to meet a magnet and see if they're drawn in. 
and if you'd need Boggy to explain it to you more clearly, would you date a magnet, and are you available to date a magnet? Uh, would you raise your hand as a volunteer? Okay, so, uh, yes, you, would you, could, hello, uh, hey, it's Ada here. I just wanted to interrupt a little because, uh, this part, this part of the play went on for about two more hours, uh, that evening. And it was basically like I could just give you a shorter version and much more interesting, you know, because Isosceles was experimenting with the story and would bring people on stage. Eventually they set up a table like it was a pretend restaurant and a boggy pretended to be the waitress as well as the narrator of the story and the matchmaker. And it was a series of first dates uh, uh, with uh, mags and uh, people, but, but Boggy kept uh, kind of making it just be yourselves uh, in like in a quiet thing off to uh, not the audience can hear. Just get to know each other just like this is a real date. I want you to imagine that. And it was a bit of a, I mean, this is a post, like, so this wasn't totally uninteresting because uh, Isosceles was pretty good at kind of spurring it on. And it did start to feel like, for the audience at least, that they were watching these dates. Uh, not always particularly interesting, but with uh, Boggy's uh, slapstick uh, when needed. Uh, but it did also feel like first dates, which... Uh, it, it, we, I think we'll get a bit broader message soon, but you know, they were, uh, especially for, uh, Dr. Triangle who, who hadn't been on any dates in a while. And, uh, it was just a, you know, a lot of awkward conversation having to be spurred on by Boggy and a little bit of, uh, overthinking on both sides. Now the audience for the most part was into it, uh, and and even got the idea that it's like, oh, this is kind of like a matchmaking for real. Yeah, but it was, again, the vibe that uh, Dr. Triangle was putting off was a little bit uh, neutral to not, not uh, comfortable. So it wasn't like any matches were made. And now they're kind of, uh, now it's the next day, they're going to do another show, I guess. Uh, uh, and... Uh, so I'll just let, I, 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 I see why you're not pleased, but could, could you, like, just let me explain a little something about this? Well, it's just, no, I don't think there's a need to go on. I mean, we can go on for the theater portion, but I think it was clear that, 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 uh, if that was my, if that was for me as a person, that, that didn't really go well, uh, because it was, uh, none of those dates would have, even if those were real dates, they didn't. Right, but here's the thing, new first dates don't go well. Yeah, they do. Right, in commercials they do, and movies, but uh, they're usually, uh, like, it's uh, it's not the different than testing the water or something. Sure, there's conceptually that... Uh, Oh, there's going to be like, but if you're waiting for the first, the the best first date, it is going to be far in the past or far in the future. Oh, 
Right, like first dates are much more gray. I keep uh, kind of trying to push you in that direction. Is uh, is is uh, the, the 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 first dates are? But I think t- I did have a couple of people that came to me after the show, and uh, so I'm going to have you have a pre-show dinners with these these two two uh, guests. I, I guess we'd refer to them as. And uh, then, then we'll uh, do one final show with whichever date I feel like works out best for the dra- drama portion. But remember, on these two dates, that uh, you just have to be yourself, and it doesn't have to go great. It just has to, like, uh, I don't want to say how you're seeing things, but it's like uh, I realize that we're in this, ma- you know, we're trying to. Right. Also, can we figure out the the, the swirling stuff? It, no, no, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but that, uh, you know, it's not all one thing or all the other thing. Uh, you're really seeing the stating stuff uh, in a very uh, like uh, like uh, uh, switch based context. Uh, and in my experience, you know. Most uh, I get on a lot of people's nerves initially, and then they kind of like me, or they kind of like me, and then I get on their nerves. Uh, and uh, if I worried about one or the other, I, I would like. Uh, and here's the other thing I've been thinking a lot about: this is uh, your your uh, your plan, right? You want to be, uh, you know, you want it to just be Dr. Dr. Triangle and Dr. Triangle only, right? And you've been building towards that. And, you know, you, ha- you have everything set up. Uh, you have a place to go that you don't tell me where it is. You have a secondary backup place to go. And a third backup place with food and bever- adult beverages. And you're just going to go there. And I think about... Uh, what if that's not what you want? Uh, you know, I'm your, I am your friend. Wouldn't you want a family, you're like a friend there, or family there, or a friend, and uh, uh, like uh, someone for you, like a companion? Well, which one would it be? Well, it could be both, or it could be like a companion, uh, a romantic companion, and a friend. Like in a community, like just a friend, you know, like, oh, so like multiple people to eat all my like supplies and, uh, you know, have the space that I've kind of set aside for myself. Uh, Well, right, more as a choice, though, like more as like an option to be open for. Uh, I just think about that. Anyway, I've got to get, I'm going to get these dates set up and uh, believe me, I'm here uh, working on our plan too. So don't worry, everything's going to come to light. Okay, so Ada here. So uh, yeah, so so Dr. Triangle had done some pre-interviews and it set up a second round of dates. And I guess I'll just tell you right now, both of the dates... uh, well, the first date uh, was very clearly, uh, but not to uh, Dr. Triangle, a uh, working for, for the forces of anti-math, uh, a plant, you'll say, we'll say, and uh, taking kind of a really encouraging Dr. Triangle's all-or-nothing views and saying, well, 
why would you work for someone that, uh, you know, does it like he's saying work for me or, you know, the world loses math. It really seems extreme. And, uh, like Dr. I said, okay, I'm not sure about this date. Uh, then the second date, uh, which again, I think it's pretty obvious, uh, uh, or maybe it was uh, working together, kind of said, uh, was a little bit softer sell. Like, hey, tell me what you dream about, Dr. Triangle. And uh, Dr. Triangle started to kind of uh, let their guard down and uh, talked about uh, dreams uh, uh, that, uh, that Isosceles was talking about, of being on their own, having a place set aside. And again, the state said, well, what if we spent time together you didn't have to worry about that. Like, if you go on your journey, you know, maybe we could keep in touch. Uh, or maybe you could stay here, but, you know, then go off on your own. Uh, and uh, Dr. Triangle was kind of taken aback. And then uh, the date kind of said, well, what if you, uh, like, why do you have to choose? Uh, like, so your goddess that you work for, or your boss, uh is making you choose between uh, doing all this work or going to do what you want to do. You know, what would you do if you didn't have to choose one of those choices, uh, or if there was another choice? And Dr. Triangle said, huh, interesting. I don't know. And, uh, then the date said, well, what if, uh, would you trust a person that said, well, why, I, I don't care what you choose. Uh, I'd support you either way. And Dr. Chang said, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's not, and I said, well, what if you could get what you wanted? Uh, what if there was someone was there to, to help you get what you wanted instead of what they wanted, the, 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 whoever the other people with the agendas are, isosceles, the shots, and, uh, now I saw this was watching this whole thing now with audio and saw, okay, this is it. So then they moved into the stage show, you know, after some more talk about it, this all seems like great common sense. Uh, and I made a big, you know, to do for the audience of, oh, this is a new, now, uh, this is a game, uh, we're going to play. And uh, it's a really exciting thing, and it's called uh, it's called a newly n- newly date feud, and Isosceles uh, went through for, for everyone there, because some people were from the pre-decline and some people were from the post-decline. So some people were familiar with the shows, uh, game shows, the Family Feud or the da- dating game, newly newly. Newlywed game type shows, and they said this is a combination of both of those, and set up the rules, which is basically, but it was a uh, Doctor Triangle versus uh, Doctor Triangle State, who, who is just from the tree world, I guess. Uh, yeah, also Isosceles uh, is dressed as Boggy, Boggy. So really deep into a convoluted story here. So then, I'll just turn. Okay, so it's the two of you. Whoever buzzes in first, answer this question on the big board. We surveyed 100 residents of this town uh, with this question: the best things in life are.
yes, yes, yes. Uh, what's your answer? Uh, paid in full. Uh, nope, sorry. Paid in full is not on the board. Uh, Dr. Triangle, do you have an answer? Yes, uh, best things in life are Yes, best things in life are free. Number one answer on the board. Uh, uh, Dr. Triangle, are you going to play or pass? Uh, I'll, pl- I'll play. Okay, so the world rules work. You're going to have to guess uh, and fill out the rest of the board. I don't know if I exactly know the rules. Okay, well, just, you'll just figure it out. It's fine. Uh, we're looking for, there's three more answers on the board. Uh, we surveyed 100 people. The best things in life are, uh, Dr. Triangle, um, friends and family. I think people here would answer. Yep, uh, number two answer, friends and family. Very good job. We would have taken friends or family either. Okay, Dr. Triangle, very good. Two more answers on the board. We surveyed uh, 100 residents uh, to answer this statement. To complete this statement, the best things in life are... Or is uh, um, love or loving-related activities is something I think people here would answer. Uh, correct us. That's uh, a number four answer on the board. Uh, so we have one more answer on the board. Uh, let's see. Nine people answered this uh, the, this way. From my math, is correct. Uh, the best thing in life, the uh, best thing in life, uh, things in life is are, uh, what's your answer, Dr. Triangle? Uh, being alone. Uh, that's an X, I'm sorry. Okay, what happens next? Okay, it's pretty easy uh, now. Uh, your, your competitor over here, uh, we are uh, from, the, from the world of trees, hello. Multi, trees, multiforms. Now, instead of uh, you, you, instead of stealing by guessing the last answer on the board, because this is newly date feud, you have to guess the answer Dr. Triangle gave to this question. And then you'll capture all of the love points uh, that Dr. Triangle's accumulated. So we asked Dr. Triangle uh, to answer this question. The best things in life are is... Uh, I uh, could I ask a rules-based question? Uh, sure, you may. Uh, can I? Can I? Could it be one of the answers already on the board? Uh, yes, it could be. That's not a hint, though. Okay. Uh, the best things in life are savored alone. Would be how Doctor Triangle would answer that question. Uh, nope, I'm sorry. Uh, the answer Doctor Triangle gave to the question: the best things in life are. A mystery to me is how Dr. Triangle. So, Dr. Triangle, you get uh, 91 points. Oh, wow, you seem uh, pleased that you didn't win those 91 points, and also the storms uh, seem to be getting worse. That's interesting. Okay, well, we we asked uh, 100 people to complete a phrase using this word. A little bit different. We asked 100 people to complete a phrase using this word. Uh, are you ready for the word? Yes, yes. Uh, nothing. Okay, uh, buzz, 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 buzz. Uh, nothing plus nothing is nothing. Uh, yes, that is uh, the uh, that is the, that is the number one answer. Would you like to play or pass? Uh, I'll play. 
Okay, what is, uh, we asked 100 people, you can complete a phrase using this word, nothing. Uh, there's uh, uh, three more answers on the board. Uh, what do you have to say? Uh, nothing else matters. Uh, that's correct. That's the number four answer. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. It is really getting windy here with these storms up there. Uh, we asked 100 people to complete the phrase uh, using this word, nothing. Uh, nothing, I feel nothing. Uh, yes, correct, correct. Uh, Dr. Triangle, you're... Uh, you're, uh, these storms are pretty bad. Back, we should be ready to steal at any time, Dr. Triangle. Okay, we asked 100 people to complete this sentence uh, using a word, the word nothing. Uh, what do you have to say? Nothing is the absence of something. Oh, I'm sorry. No one answered that uh, that way. Uh, Dr. Triangle, uh, we're going to need you to guess your date's answer to the question. Uh, we asked you to complete a, we asked your date here from the world of trees, uh, uh, to complete an answer, complete a question, uh, a sentence, uh, using the term nothing. Uh, Dr. Trang, this will be for the wind because the wind, the wind, because the wind is really picking up and we're going to have to close down everything. Uh, complete a phrase using the word nothing. Okay. Well, I'm struck by uh, some something you said the absence of nothing is not the it's like oh no oh, Dr. Triangle I gotta ask you no 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 I think we need to take this show in a different direction uh, something and not nothing okay but Dr. Triangle I need you to guess your date's answer to the question well, I think I've got an answer because I think I've been distracted this whole time we've been in this town. And I didn't realize that this, like, uh, this swirling was going on, trying to get my attention the whole time. And uh, I guess if I would have answered, I would have said making love out of nothing at all. That's how I answered the question. Yeah, but uh, that was a lyric from a song I used to sing in my high school bedroom. Uh, but, uh, like, uh, that has started to make me think about math and math principles and something I've learned while I'm here. Uh, I've learned from you, Bagina. Okay, thank you. you. You could go now. You could leave the stage now. Is our, everyone some applause for our dates? Oh, no, you're like, oh, oh, wait a second. Your date is turning into a storm. Okay, Dr. Triangle, we're in a bit of a pickle here. Uh, yeah, here's the thing that, uh, uh, that's the forces of anti-mass. That's why my date turned into a storm. And I, I and then there's my other date. The, the first date from this evening just turned into the other storm. So both of these storms on either side of the town, gray and swirling, one counterclockwise, one clockwise, I noticed. Uh, like, I guess i got to keep my speech short, but I've learned the ways of math aren't always uh, hard numbers, aren't always all or nothing, aren't always as simple as ones and zeros. 
and that math isn't all just hard and fast rules. Uh, someone taught me that. Uh, they were trying to teach me about the ways of love, and really they taught me about the ways of math. Okay, Dr. Triangle, pick it up because uh, we got to figure out what principle is missing so we can stop these storms are combining into one. Yeah, that made me think of like, uh, like, so I was thinking about what math principle could be missing in this town. And I was so distracted and so thinking about the, uh, my own situation, uh, that I like, it was within something that had a date that became a vortex said, made me think about negative exponents and zero exponents. Okay, I don't know. Okay, so negative exponents and zero exponents would be like uh, x to the zero power. But x isn't a number. X, I don't understand. Okay, so three to the three to the first power would be uh, three, right? Three to the first power is three. Okay. And three to the second power is six. And three to the third power is nine. Uh, correct, uh, but uh, like in uh, three to the negative one is one third. Okay, three to the negative first power is one third. Okay, I understand those concepts. But three to the zero power is one. Okay, that makes sense because minus three. Okay, I think I understand. Three to the first power is three, but three to the zero power is one. Uh, okay, I kind of understand, but I don't. I understand the pattern. Exactly. The pattern relies on the fact that zero to the zero power uh, is defined to be one. Okay, I don't understand. Is this going to get us out of this situation? Okay, so zero to the zero power, when it equals one, it makes all of those negative and positive exponents work. And we're talking about monomials. Uh, like, uh, we could get into reciprocals, like flipping fractions to solve. Uh, and uh, that's one of the like uh, rules for a negative exponent. I don't get anything you're saying. Like, uh, Okay, so a, a to the negative n is like a reciprocal of a to, n, a to, the, a to the negative nth power is a reciprocal of a to the nth power. But any number except for zero to the zero power is equal to one. Yeah, but the zero power, it's a zero power rule. Uh, so zero to the zero power is actually a gray area. It's a simple gray area in math. Uh, like some say it's undefined, some say it's one, and some say it's zero. Uh, and in the case we say it's one, it's uh, there's arguments to be made in its favor, but it's also a rule when it's you define it that way, uh, that just makes the other formulas and numbers work. Uh, but it's still a gray area, like it, it makes sense and doesn't make sense at the same time. Okay, I trust you. Do you have a charm on your charm bracelet that you could stop these storms uh, that are about to? Uh, I think your childhood, your high school home just got, uh, oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, okay, yeah, I do have this one. It's a heart charm. And I know that uh, part of this journey today, 
these past few days has been me learning more about attraction and how little I understand about it, but how it's not hard or fast and how first dates don't always go good. They're like big gray areas and relating to other people is like that too. And zero to the zero power, the zero power rule. It also is a shot, if you can hear me, restore the gray areas of mass to this crossroads, to this area. Take away the power that would make it an all or nothing place uh, and help us uh, in your name to restore mass to this world. Uh, it's a shot we call upon you as I hold this heart charm in my hand uh, to restore the uh, the fact that uh, someone would disagree with me that zero to the zero power equals one and they would say it equals zero. Or they would say it's undefined and it would just give me a boggling look. Oh, the storms are gone. Great job, uh, Triangle. Uh, thank you. I'm exhausted. I'm going to, like, uh, you don't want to try to, no. Like, thank the audience on my behalf. I'm going to go lie down. And I'm going to spend some time alone because I want to lie down and spend some time alone because that's what I want right now. It totally makes sense. Actually, could I be alone near you? Uh, because I'm pretty, uh, as soon as I excuse the audience, I'm going to uh, lie down. I'm just going to sleep anyway. Uh, yeah, you can be, if you respect my uh, space, I can respect yours. Uh, thank you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for attending tonight's show. The great news about those storms are gone. That's the power of math uh, uh, slowly being restored. I know not all of you are math believers, but uh, we're here uh it was an interesting experiment in theater, too. Thanks. Oh, the audience already left during that part. Uh, okay, well, those of you that are still listening, uh, good night.